Welcome to Coaches and Conversations, where we remove the veil and talk about what it's really like to be a woman building a business online. Because here, it's not just business, it's personal. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach and Business Strategist, Tavana Denise. Let's dive in. So let's get into it please just tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. I always have fun chatting with you. And so I'm looking forward to where this conversation goes. <laughs> uh, my name's Dr. Lisa Folded. I'm a licensed physical therapist and I'm an NASM certified behavior change specialist, which basically just means I'm a health coach. Uh, I have a practice called Healthy Fit Physical Therapy and Wellness in Charlotte, North Carolina. I am a mom and a uh, mom of three and a wife. And yeah, those are the the big titles, but <laughs> that's what I do and who I am. And and uh, online badass too. And I had to <laughs> back up <laughs> for a second because it's really interesting how we met. My best friend's husband mm-hmm. was a patient of yours mm-hmm. and that's how we connected. And so I just really, really love this little thing that we have called the internet that can bring people together. And the few times that I've been to Charlotte, I keep missing the opportunity to hug you in person, but I'm going to get there one day. We're going to do it. Or I'm going to be in Mexico. One of the two. (laughs) One of the two works for me. So when we, when I originally started talking to you and actually when we worked together briefly, we were talking about professionalism, especially because we both come from a regulated industry in healthcare. We both have licenses as physical therapists. And one of the the challenges that we both face that I think a lot of us face is sometimes we don't show up online at all, or we show Mm -hmm. up in a way that doesn't, is not like us because we want to seem professional. But one of the things that I love about your, just how you are and how you are in the world and how you show up on Instagram is you are real AF. You show (laughs) up all the way with your big, beautiful hair and your lovely body and you just show them like, what you doing? And so I'm curious to know, like, how did you get from that place to where it's like, okay, I'm kind of doing, but I kind of feel afraid of showing up exactly how I am like how did you navigate that it it was hard and and you're right so we come from the world of physical therapy and it, just in social media in general when I got on social media what 2014 or 15 there weren't really a lot of physical therapists on social media that that I could find and when I did it was these very like you know, infogram type posts about back pain and posture. And, and it was just, it was, it was fairly boring. I mean, and I spent about two, two to three years trying to figure out like, what do I want my online presence to be about? What do I want the brand of Dr. Lisa and Healthy Fit to be? And it, it started inching more and more toward the woman I was becoming, you know, since all that time I've turned 40. So, you know, I give, uh, I give a few less Fs than I used to. Um, and I've just evolved as a human and I've recognized in working with patients one-on-one, working with coaching clients one-on-one, people benefit most from your authenticity and your realness. And so once I started to come into my own and feel confident about the message I was putting out there, and then really when I shifted into the, the haze, the health of every size and the anti-diet framework, I just got really bold with it. And, um, it's been really good. It comes with some back 
backlash, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but it's been so good and so freeing. Um, so I guess the answer to the question is I inched my way there until I felt really comfortable and confident in my own skin, but it started within me. It started within me. I had to shut down all the outside talk and, you know, what I'd seen other PTs do or other health coaches do and just be willing to blaze my own trail essentially. So that can be scary, but I think it's worth it. Yeah, a hundred percent. So it's like you took things on, I call them the haters. Like you took on the haters and the gremlins from I'm sure both angles, because Mm -hmm. when I think about our profession and all the evidence-based robots out there, it's like, you have to be a certain way. You have to present a certain way. So tell me what it was like, like the blowback, if you will, from the others, our colleagues in the profession. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the blowback from our profession was more so, it was more silent in the sense of like unfollowing or unengaging, uh, disengaging with me uh, more than anything. And it, you know, the funny thing is, and, and this, this may speak to just being humans, it may speak to being women, and it may even more loudly speak to being Black women in a field where we are not the dominant <laughs> entity. Um, that imposter syndrome creeps up all the time, right? So when when I'm in a space where I feel like professionals are questioning me or looking at me, kind of giving me a side eye and wondering like, what is she doing? And it, it takes me back to that place of feeling like, I don't belong in this field. How'd I get in the program anyway? How'd I manage to graduate? You know, all of those mm-hmm. thoughts. And, you know, with time and, and, and patience, you learn to like, just, just beat all of that stuff out of your head and out of your psyche. So um, it was, it was a lot, it was a lot more quiet from the professional world. It was just like, uh, you know, maybe not, like I said, unfollowing or just not even being engaged in a social media way or in a real life way. Um, You know, I did a lot by myself. When I first started my physical therapy practice, I reached out to every, I went through you know, online and I found every private practice in the area and I emailed or called every single one of them. Wow. And I got not one email or phone call back, like not one. <laughs> so <laughs> because I'm thinking like, well, maybe somebody can show me the ropes or give me some tips or some advice. And what I learned is that apparently our, our profession can be very competitive. And so um, they were not there for your girl at all. So I had to kind of create a network over time of people, you know, that were willing to invest and, and trust and talk. But, you know, it, it, it's been an interesting role just being a Black woman in the field of physical therapy and having the type of presence that I have on social media, for sure. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm flabbergasted and not shocked at the same time. And I think I was talking to a client the other day who was saying she felt very lonely being mm-hmm. in business. And you just displayed something that I told her, I said, how I've made it all these years is I literally found, I made my own tribe. I you made make my it. own communi- community of people where we have this meeting every single mm-hmm. week. And we just mm-hmm. talk about whatever we need to talk about. If it's just like, I just need you to listen. Uh, yeah. I need some help. Can we collaborate? Like whatever you need, we got you. And I think there are people that are facilitating those, but if somebody's yes. feeling like I'm out here by myself, you got to create it. And you so do. I don't, I don't have an answer necessarily for people other than to say, be willing to reach out to people outside of your current surroundings. If they're not supporting you Absolutely. and make your own baby community of yeah. people. Yeah. And you know, some of them will come and go, but like, I have people that, 
I met in Facebook groups mm-hmm. way back in 2014 and 2015 that we still meet every week to this day. I love it. You know, and so it. it's it's like if you feel lonely, there's a solution for that. And so I appreciate Always. you bringing, bringing that up. So mm-hmm. there, those are the professional haters. Now, what about when you went into the health of every size? Because I've read that book and I know what the principles are. And I followed some health coaches that believe in those principles. And so tell me a little bit about the haters from that <laughs> side. Ah, those haters. So the vast majority of them are trolls, right? The vast majority of them have fake profiles, no pictures, no followers, and they just go around like making comments. Every now and again, you'll you'll converse with someone who actually is a real person and they have some, you know, interesting light to shed on what you're believing. But um, they just come in the form of this, this argumentative tone in your comments, sometimes in your DMs that are basically telling you, it's like reprimanding, you're spreading this or you're, you're promoting obesity. You shouldn't be a professional, like just this you, you, you. And then it turns into, you know how it is. Sometimes I got time, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm going to respond. I'm going to give you a well thought out, typed up, you know, might go a little hard, might pull back, but I'm going to give you something. Sometimes I'm like, I don't have time for this today. I got like kids at home and a podcast. Like, I don't have time. And what always surprises me is the audacity and the entitlement of these people because they're like, oh, of course, you don't want to have a debate with me because you know you'd lose. And I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, sorry, ma'am. Like, you don't, you don't, you aren't entitled to any amount of my time or my energy. Like you're not, you know, it's a privilege for me to stop what I'm doing to engage with you. And I don't owe that to anyone. That's based on the availability I have and the interest I have. And so those haters are always funny because they, they want to demand and, and, you know, they just think that they are entitled to some of your time or you're debating or you're arguing. And I'm like, again, sometimes I have time, but most times I do not. And I'm just more like Amanda Seals, be blocked and blessed. And I keep it moving. <laughs> like, I just, I don't, I don't have time for it. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so using that hashtag be blocked, be, be blessed. blocked and blessed because I don't wish anybody ill will. I recognize people are going to not agree with me or not buy into health at every size. I, I respect body autonomy above everything. So I believe whatever you think is best for your health, you go and out and do it and no shade for me. But on my page, <laughs> I'm going to promote and encourage what I believe to be true, what I believe the research to show. And, and that's that. I'm not going to argue with you about it back and forth because you're not going to change my mind. I'm probably not going to change yours. So just go on and be blocked and blessed. I don't know what else. <laughs> oh, I know you just freed some people with yes. that statement right there. I know I feel a little more light, a little more free with that. I'm so serious because like, this is part of the reason why I wanted to talk to you. Like I saw you were already bold and out there for physical therapy standards. And I've just seen you over the years, take it up and up and up and just like be your beautiful self, like in all forms of it. And so I guess what I'm curious about is, and I know you said inch by inch, but was there some practice that you did or something that you had to remind yourself of something like when the, when the people came into your comments, when they came into your DMs and, and you get that little fear, that imposter syndrome that comes up, like, what do you do in those moments so that you can Mm -hmm. keep going? So 
when I feel that I, I usually liken it to like that anxiety kind of like, like people are, so I get tensed up. So what I do is intentionally stop, take a deep breath and relax. Because when I respond to people or choose not to respond to people, I always want it to be from uh, like a level-headed place and a calm place. And if I'm like all tensed up, I'm about to just, I'm either going to go out saying crazy stuff or, or retreat because I'm like, "Eh," but I just calm myself down. And I think about, I try to be thoughtful about what they're saying first to see if there's anything in it that has validity, I guess, or anything that really requires my energy. And then I try to respond in a way where it's clear that I believe in who I am and what I believe in. And and I I stand up for myself, but also I respect you as a person and and, and you having this different opinion. And I try to just respond from a place of, of mutual respect but also confidence in who I am and what I'm doing. And I'm just not interested in bowing my head, if you will. Like I'm not, I just, I feel like that was something I did in my twenties and I'm not against humility. I think we all need to have some level of humility, (laughs) but I also believe in just, you know, standing up for yourself and owning who you are and owning what you believe in and not bowing your head and, and stepping to the side for everybody. Like I'm just, I think it's the 40 thing. I'm just so over that. Like I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I I think what you shared, those three steps are really important because I don't want everybody to think, oh, I got to wait till I get 40 to speak my truth and be who I am. Like, you don't. Uh, so here, here's something interesting that I just thought of. So when you started being more of who you were and all of that stuff, what do you like? Cause I watch your numbers. And I'm like, Oh, so what, what was the result of you being more of who you are? Finding my people easier. Like they, they started finding me and coming to me. And that's where the, the growth came from. It's like people identified with it and related to it. And then it was like, it's so funny because you know how the world of social media is. It can be a very taxing, annoying, toxic game sometimes, right? But what I found is once I just like just let loose and became free and became more of me, people were like flocking to me, my people. Now, there are people that were leaving as well. Like, don't forget that part. But there were more people flocking to me and being appreciative of, of that authenticity. And they were like, it was like giving them the freedom to do the same thing. So we kind of like empowered each other and helped each other. So, you know, my social media, I love Instagram. That's kind of where I spend most of my time. And I just, I've met, I've connected with so many of my people there. Um, and so emotionally, it's been a really, really good experience for me. And then even outside of that, like in, in the, you know, the real world, I've gotten speaking engagements from, from being on social media and, and great podcast interviews and connections and partnerships with like amazing people. So it's been all good. I mean, it's, it's been more good than bad. So I'm happy with that. And so, yeah, I think that's important to, to recognize, like, we're going to think, oh, if I'm more of who I am, then I'm going to lose people. And I think that the part of the nervous system that gets afraid is that we, we're going to lose all the people. Yeah. But what I found and what you found too is, yeah, of course, we're going to lose some of the people. Mm-hmm. And we're probably going to lose the people that we wanted to lose anyway that were keeping us, like they were giving us the side eye and really making us, I mean, nobody can make us feel anything, but let's just but yes. keep real. They were making us feel like we had to stay in a certain box and behave a certain way. And so mm-hmm. 
would you say be blocked and be blessed? Be blocked and be blessed. <laughs> so let's talk about your Instagram for a minute because it is so entertaining to me. It is so entertaining to me. So how do you like, what would you say is the guiding principle behind the content that you create? Because you like you put it out there. And it's all entertaining. It's not like, oh, I'm just putting up a bunch of posts to be putting up a bunch of posts. Yeah, I became really intentional with my Instagram. Now, let's just be clear. That took years of like figuring out. So it was years of figuring out, first of all, what these platforms are about, right? Because Instagram has come along in our lifetime. It's not like it was here when our grandparents were here. So figuring out what the platform was about, figuring out how to use it. And and then and then the, the biggest component, figuring out who and how I wanted to show up there. And so that took years. That took from 2014 to 2017 or maybe even 18, trying to figure out like my brand, my and, and that came with business growth. Like, who am I treating? Who am I seeing? Who am I helping? What is my 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 why? You know, and those are things we talked about, you know, like who, who is my target audience? Who am I trying to talk to? And once I got clear on that, social media became so much easier for me. And you know, yes, things, you know, about the algorithms and I don't know anything about that. All of that stuff is annoying and it's a whole nother language to me. <laughs> but what I do is I put out stuff that I believe in, stuff that I find entertaining. And sometimes I put it out and it blows up. Sometimes it's like, hey, but it doesn't matter because it's all a part of my content. You know, every day is not going to be roses and cherries or whatever. So it's fine. But my content now is it's based around certain principles. So my my Instagram is 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 like sincerely devoted to health at every size, anti uh, weight bias and weight stigma. Um, sincerely devoted to moms trying to figure this stuff out because <laughs> by far the hardest job I've ever had. <laughs> and uh, also sincerely devoted to uplifting and entertaining and just taking the edge off because life can just can just be hard sometimes. So if it doesn't fit within those three realms, then I, I don't do it. I don't pretend I don't do collaborations with people or take on ambassadorships or anything if I don't feel like it's aligning with one of those three things. So, or all of those three things in some, you know, some capacity. So, so that's how it's framed for me now. And it makes it easier to do, you know, and I look at the trends. I look at the trends of the music, of course, I'll grab the audio, like, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> and as I just spin it to whatever, you know, I want to get out at the moment, but yeah. Yeah, I think you you said something very, very important that I want to pause on, bring back, highlight, whatever, is the the why mm -hmm. and the who. And when you were like, I'm, I'm dealing with this, this, and this. And so part of, like you said, when we get clear about why we're doing it and who we're doing it for, it becomes so much easier because you can just focus and let go of the rest of that noise. However, comma, <laughs> I know <laughs> that that part is so challenging to do. So I'm, I'm wondering, did you have any challenges or difficulties or fears or anything coming up? Like, because one of the things, like, I just toot my own horn for a second. One of my geniuses is being able to figure out and help you align with the who, Right. Mm -hmm. Like I'm reading energy, I'm listening and all of this, like I can tell when somebody gets excited about something. And so like, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the thing right mm -hmm. here. And 
but <laughs> sometimes but. people will get it in that container, right? Whatever mm-hmm. that safe space we're in here, co-creating, mixing up some chemistry and all of that. And then you got to go out into the world into and the say, world. here's my baby. This is what I created. Do you, is she cute? <laughs> Do you like her? Oh, and, and, and being very transparent, you absolutely helped me with that because I forever after becoming a mother, just a piece of my story, I thought motherhood was going to be pretty simple. I'm the oldest of six kids, really seven. And I've been helping with kids my whole life. And it just seemed like it'll be fine. Had my own baby, rocked my whole world. So ever since I started having children, I wanted to speak to moms. I really did. But I felt like as a physical therapist, how do you just speak to moms? And I remember going through that battle in my head and you were, I took one of your courses and we did talk and figured out like, listen, this is what ignites you and excites you. You don't have to stop being a physical therapist to hone in on the needs of mothers. And and it's so funny because that has completely come to fruition. I still practice as a generalist and a physical therapist. I see men, women, sometimes children, but my social media brand, my coaching practice, all of that is very much targeted to to moms or to women, to busy women. And it was such a breakthrough to get there, but you're so right. We had those conversations. I'm pretty sure I took your course. I decided on who my demographic was. And then I think I was talking to some girlfriends um, who were still also trying to figure out what they were doing. And they were like, well, I, don't, I just don't think it's going to work because, you know, like focus on like your degree, your doctor degree is in physical therapy. Focus on people's pain points in physical therapy. And they were like, pain. And so for about three months, I abandoned all my motherhood stuff and I started focusing on pain. And when I tell you it was the worst idea for me, first of all, I hated it. It was almost impossible to come up with the content. I was like, I do not want to focus. Like even as a PT in practice, I don't focus on people's freaking pain. I focus on function. Like, so it was so hard. But I did it for like three months trying to, I don't know, I guess appease what I thought people would expect and want from a physical therapist. And it was wrong. It was wrong. I went back. I threw all that away. I think I deleted most of those posts. And I went right back to where I felt passion and enthusiasm and excitement. And it has definitely paid off. It was just about being patient and aligning with the right people. And now I feel like I have that. And so the sky is not quite the limit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I appreciate you being willing to share that because I see I see it happen so often. And just real talk. It happens to me too. So I get focused and I'm like, then the fear creeps in and like, oh, or here's what I also find. Maybe this has happened to you too. Like, you're like, yes, I got it. I'm lit up. I know all the content's flowing, all of this. And then somebody comes to you that's not quite in that demographic. And then somebody else comes and you're like, well, but maybe I should go over here and there. Or like you said, the other people in your ears. So, I mean, it happens to everybody, but I think the beautiful thing about it is like, yes, go out, test Mm -hmm. this other theory and Mm -hmm. see how it feels to you. And you'll know, like that's part of the learning. That's part of the process. Okay, you had it. It felt good in your spirit. You go out, you test something else and you come out, but you're like, oh, this does not feel good. Does not feel good. Yep, (laughs) yep. And you're right. That is a part of the learning. There's nothing bad about that because sometimes if you don't test it, you'll have this nagging thing within you. Like, yeah, you probably should have did what so-and-so said or you probably should have tried that. So yeah, go out there and test it and see and, and exactly what you said, you will know if it's not right for you. And it was not right for me. So 
Right. And so I was just thinking about when you said you still practice physical therapy as a generalist, you see men, mm-hmm. women, all of this other stuff. And before we started recording, you were like, uh, and then my daughter got positive with COVID. And so tell us a little bit about how life will be this week with the little one having tested positive for COVID and she's okay. Uh, she's fine. Yep. She's just having a that um it just means that we're all home again and it's like very reminiscent of March 2020 when the world stopped (laughs) so it's a lot um the good thing is because you know we've been in this space for a while with COVID the um the quarantine time is a lot less now so it's really just five or seven days so she gets to go back to school Monday as long as her symptoms have subsided we'll all be testing on Sunday just to make sure we're good but it's it's tough because I am a solopreneur. I ha- it's me and a virtual assistant and right now an intern. That's it. So if the physical therapist can't be there, then the patients cannot be seen. I haven't scaled my business in a way that I have another therapist on staff yet. I don't know when that will happen. <laughs> but basically, I had to message everyone like, I'm sorry, my daughter tested positive for COVID. So yes, one week of income pretty much gone. The blessing is that I still can see my virtual clients. Um, you know, So that's good. And, and moving toward more virtual is definitely beneficial, <laughs> but, you know, it, it comes with the territory. It's par for the course. We live in a COVID world right now. I don't know that there's ever a returning to our pre-COVID normal. So we just got to take, you know, roll with the punches, essentially. The, the blessing of it is I have a business and I'm in a position where I can take off and be home, take care of my kids because they're not quite at the age where I feel confident leaving them here alone. Um, My husband has a more demanding job where he will have to work. It's a little harder for him to get off. So this is this is where we are, basically. Yeah. And I'm just so proud of you as another physical therapist to have created something where all the income doesn't go to zero because of this. So yeah. I just wanted to say that publicly that I'm very Thank proud. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. So before I ask you my last question, would you please tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, catch up on some of your Instagram goodness and all of that? Absolutely. So my website is um, healthyfit.com. Fit is spelled P-H-I-T. My Instagram is healthyfit, same spelling. And then I'm on Facebook under Healthy Fit as well. I'm on everything, Twitter, Pinterest, all of that. Um, I'm on this amazing app for moms called Peanut. It's like Clubhouse meets Facebook meets Tinder for mothers. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No actual dating though. Wait, 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 pause. (laughs) Explain that Tinder part. (laughs) They match you with like-minded moms for community building. And, and they try to match you with moms that are local to you as well. So it's really cute. It's, it's like a nice way to sell it virtual or in-person play dates and things like that. Um, so I'm on there as an expert. I do pods every other uh, Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have one tomorrow, actually. And I talk about things related to motherhood and body image and fitness and health and recovery, postpartum and all that. So you can join me there. And then I'm also a member of the Undiet Your Mind app. I release content for them monthly. And it's a great space if you're trying to 
uh, feed the health and wellness and fitness and exercise part of your of your your person without being uh, flooded with diet culture. It's like all anti diet culture stuff. So there's meditations, there's workouts, there's articles, there's uh, audio presentations, and it's really cool. So I'm on there. So those are places you can find me. But you know, my hangout is Instagram. So if you want to really connect with me on Instagram, hit me up at Healthy Fit. I do respond to DMs as long as they're not crazy. Um, so yeah. <laughs> So, Lisa, Dr. Lisa, what is one thing that if you could go back in time and tell your former entrepreneur self, what would you tell her? Oof, that's a tough question. You know, part of me is like, will be very strategic. Like I'd have a list like, all right, when this happens, do this. But you know what? All of those experiences and all those missteps, they are the reason that I show up the way I do today. So honestly, all I would say is, um, I did a reel on this as well. <laughs> all I would say is it's going to be okay. Like just no matter how tough it looks, just know ultimately you're going to go through some things, but it's going to be okay. You are going to be okay. I promise you. If I could give myself that assurance in the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, it probably would have felt better, you know, throughout the process once stuff got tough. So if I could just give myself that comfort, I, I would do that. Yes, love that. Such beautiful words of wisdom. Thank you so, <laughs> so much for doing this with me, Lisa. And I will talk Thank to you, you. soon. Thank <laughs> you. Bye. <laughs>